0: Put on the that neck getting foolish Live on the set with the gang and Mike coolie. I'm just coolin' coolin' with the gang, coolin' with the gang, coolie in the gang. Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike coolie. I'm just coolin'. Coolin' with the gang. With the gang, coolie in the gang. Nothing better than a professor. Watch him cook up coolin'. Big G, can't forget my nigga Mike coolin'. Keep it high like a pot of carrot. Sweet as Mayberry. Question is, is she single? We'll find out when I call and I be giggin' off G. Laughing till I'm nauseous. Cause she ain't they going all in, leaving no stones unturned, it's no topic untouched. They let the it gus and they fuck shit up. Brother, I keep my money right. Make sure you keep that money right. Make sure you keep that money right, Glam Sham, keep the jewelry tight, make sure you keep it. We on Weekly, make sure you peep it, Mad King state of mind, the best kept secret. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, so do it, introducing the gang and Mike Coolin. We be on the net getting foolish, live on the set with the gang and Mike Coolie, I'm just coolin'. Coolin' with the gang, coolin' with the gang, coolie in the gang. We be on the net getting foolish, live on the set with the gang and Mike Coolie, I'm just coolin'. Coolin' with the gang. Coolin' with the gang. Coolie in
1: the gang. You were tuned into the Cooly in the Gang show on Blockworks Radio.
2: It was popping,
3: it was popping, yo. What's poppin', what's poppin', y'all? What's up, Professor? What's
1: going on? How's everybody doing? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we he hear you. I was just looking at Mike, see what the hell he doing. He can't hear nobody. He
4: trying
5: to get
6: Instagram together. My bad, it wasn't no sound in uh, Instagram. We got to make sure IG. Hey Sam, how y'all feeling, man? Everybody doing good. Everybody looks strong and and blessed and prosperous. Is that how y'all feeling? No,
4: it's just the fellas
6: today, Maybe okay. You. How we get there? I mean, you? you here, but I mean, Damn, majority a, colors, I wanted to do today. Majority of the guys. Sometimes, some people, let's talk about
4: these hoes.
6: Oh,
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
6: What's up, NJ Rich? I gotta apologize, to NJ Rich, again. We've been trying to connect, and Saturday was bad for me, bro. I ain't gonna lie, but we gonna recap CIAA tonight. We got a special guest coming on, um, brother. Uh, i hope i'm saying his name right but um i believe it's mayo he'll be on mayo mayo um he is the founder of uh, mentoring mentors so he'll be on with us to uh chop it up tonight uh, hey, so Dina. definitely want to shout him out what's up dina
4: dina i heard i gotta send you a care package
6: yeah she definitely looked up <laughs> i was half dead um, how, you guys have everybody had a good week, good weekend since the last time we all saw each other talk.
4: I know it seemed like it's deeper in the week than only Tuesday, don't it?
6: Yeah. Yeah. Been a lot going on this week. It's already March. Yep. That's the part. Like It's March. Hey, mm. Professor, I'm going
2: to need the, uh, the address to your, that personal gym you go to. Because you probably... You always buy yourself in there. I said, that's the way
3: to do it. It's just the times, the times that I go, people don't, people just don't be in there. And, and another thing is, it's just a, it just really depends on what, what gym you go to. So some gyms, yeah. there's always somebody in there, like, don't nobody work. And then right. other gyms, people are always at work. So, there's never anybody in there except for certain hours, like early, early in the morning, and at the six.
2: Yeah, I'm about to say, I was like, this nigga got money. He renting the gym.
6: <laughs> yeah, he thinking on he owns it because he' going to tell me I'm looking for somewhere to park downtown over the weekend. He was like, Yeah, just park over at my gym. Like, just just don't let him see you get out the car though. <laughs>
3: what the fuck? What supposed to yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it.
6: First of the month. First of the month. <laughs> Y'all gotta uh, bail me today, yo.
4: Um,
6: so like I said, yeah, we are gonna recap CIAA. Um, I- I've seen a lot of mixed reviews. I-, I think CIAA came down to whether or not you uh, what you went for is what is being broken down to me for. So we're going to realistically talk about that. Um. But aside from that, uh, y'all been paying attention to all this uh, Russia, Ukraine, uh, World War Three atmosphere we got going on here? I wasn't until the
4: black girl yeah. broke it
6: down for me. Yeah, I saw a couple of videos where they broke it down.
4: So I was like, thank you, sis. I understand. <laughs> she was like, big P and little P.
6: <laughs> yeah, I got a good video where um, he broke it down. What's the dude name? Um, one of y'all might have sent it to me. Professor might have sent it to me. I'm about
4: to say uh, probably was Professor.
6: What's the dude named? Corporate. He does. Black Chicago be like. He had a good video. See if I can um, find his video real quick. uh, So what's what's
2: what's what's Biden
4: standing on it? Because I I don't watch the news.
2: He's standing in the back. He better stand in the back. Better stand down. (laughs) I
3: don't. You know I haven't really been paying that much attention to what the United States has has to say about it. Um. I th- I, what I really think is like I told somebody else there's certain countries that that the United States really doesn't want to fight with regardless mm. of how how much of a superpower that we're supposed to be I really think that the age of the United States being the most dominant country is 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 uh fading out oh, okay. um, I think that we're, we're falling into a, a time period where somebody's gonna try to unite United States chin sooner or later just a matter of when. And I don't think they really want to get into it with Russia because a lot of people going to die. Absolutely going to die. And my understanding is that Putin seemed like he on this kamikaze shit. Like, he ready to yeah. just say fuck it all.
7: Yeah.
2: See, and then you US owe so many people, we ain't even got no allies for real. That's going to really do something.
3: <clears throat> so I saw something about uh China have flew some some uh planes over Taiwan.
5: Mm,
3: so during it. the same, yeah, during the same time that um this is going on over in the Ukraine, China is, is getting ready to start some shit with, with uh Taiwan. Yo, this shit getting ready to be nasty. And like I told somebody else, when this whole COVID shit is over, I really believe the United States and China are gonna get into it. Because if you remember back when this shit first happened, China was saying that the United States bought the shit over there, that they had somebody come over there and, and bought the shit over there. The United States cha- saying China was the one that started this whole shit with the bats and all that other bullshit. So when this is all said and done, somebody will get tired of another person saying their name and they will come say about it. Hmm. And that but definitely
2: must be good for us.
4: Not at all. Not at all.
6: <clears throat> all right, well, let, let's... um. We'll, uh, I'll play the video real quick.
5: I thought that was
2: wall, though, real quick.
3: We can't hear it, sir.
6: Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Just bear with me a second.
3: Always got to be sassy.
6: Yeah, I don't really like your attitude, yo. So G, what do you think about the whole thing? You ready to uh pack it up and go underground?
1: Um, no, nah, not yet. I, I know it's gonna be nasty. Um, I'm just waiting to see what Big Blue's gonna do. Um, I'm sure Joe Biden is gonna probably uh, push a button soon within the next couple of weeks. I'm almost I can't see them not stepping in. That's what we do. We go over there and fuck with other people shit.
4: Being everybody else's business.
1: So it's only a matter of time. You know they're going.
7: You said what, man? i so yeah. Pete, basically look at Russia as a big-ass sect. Oh,
5: that's our guess. No, I'm like, why can I go to another
7: page?
6: What the fuck is going
7: on today? Oh, God, so Pete, basically look at Russia as a big-ass sect. And several motherfuckers from that set voted to be separated so that they could start their own shit respectfully. So they moved up out the hood and set up their own little demos along the perimeter of Russia. And that whole time, Russia was definitely blue about that shit, but they was like, you know what? You can have that shit. And that whole time, Russia got ops. The ops ended up coming in, recruiting a lot of the motherfuckers that had just moved off the block into their new blit club. And that blit club is referred to as NATO. And NATO was basically just a gang of countries that don't believe in one-on-one fights. Now, Russia's sitting back like, damn, y'all done already moved out the hood. And now y'all clicking up with the ops. Say less now whole time the ukraine was one of their most beloved homes before the ukraine could get a chance to click up and level up russia was like hell nah we on your ass now whole time the u.s coming to play because they're a part of nato now the ukraine ain't a part of nato but however they are affiliated and majority of the territory surrounding the ukraine is nato territory so now it's up and it's stuck so it's,
4: it's
7: up, up and it's stuck the there you go P- basically now it's up and, it's- it's and so uh, yeah, that broke it down for a well. lot of motherfuckers right there.
2: That was funny.
6: <laughs> so, yes. so what? What do y'all think? Like, I mean, are you all still comfortable with your vote? Because my vote didn't have none of this shit going on. So you
4: think <laughs> I'm just asking the <laughs> question. I'm just asking the
6: question. <laughs> <I'm just asking laughs> question. I'm just asking so a question. So, you are not comfortable with your vote?
4: Your vote wasn't
6: on the war, even. It didn't.
4: It, we weren't here yet, yet
6: either. We was all good with Putin. We had him up oh, in the castle, he, baby. That's
4: because your vote was more
6: yeah, right up Yeah, right up the center. Right got, up the center. We got sense.
4: Right up the center. We
6: knew what to do.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
3: Professor, tell him, we knew what to do. So so mm. the thing about about this scenario, um <clears throat> so we we hit we hear the term national nationalist, right? Mm-hmm. And we we automatically put the other word to it white nationalists. Mm-hmm. but nationalist doesn't have anything to do with the color of your skin it has everything to do with what you stand for and the thing about Trump that's different from a lot of the other uh, elites that we've had is that Trump was a nationalist and what that means is he's more concerned about his country first and then worry about everybody else's shit later let's fix what's going on in the house and then deal with the rest of this shit After we figured out our own our own problems, Um, there's always ups and downs to whatever side of the fence you decided, you know, to jump on. I think that I think that uh, I still believe that at some point we probably would have wound up getting involved. I I don't think I don't see how we can not get involved in this situation. Um, Yeah, I don't know if Putin would have done it. If Trump was still in office, because if I remember correctly, that him and Trump was 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 boys, they was fucking with each other. I remember they were saying that that Putin had something to do with rigging the election, so Trump Trump could get in.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah. uh, you know, I I don't know. I I don't know how that shit would go. I think that <laughs> I think Biden was the wrong pick. I ain't gonna lie to you, but you know, teach us on whatever whatever you like. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Sure. Why? Why do you think Biden is the wrong pick? If we ain't got nothing to do with this shit.
3: No, it's not because of the war. It's just because of everything. Um, oh,
1: why? Well, right.
3: Yeah, it's not. It's not because of the war. Because, like I said, I I think that um, I think that even if Trump was in office, if if this was a scenario when Trump, if if, if Trump was in there right now, if this was a scenario. I still think we would have had to get involved. We would have to get involved at some point. Mm -hmm. I don't see how I don't see how the United States doesn't get involved in this. Um, And not to mention, and I could be wrong, because, again, I haven't done a whole lot of research on this. But I thought that this is where we get our gas from, too. Isn't Isn't this one of the places we get gas from?
1: That's why they worried about prices. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they
4: about to
1: hit four, four scary, dollars yeah. Baby. I, I right. saw premium gas this morning at four fifty. Damn.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so when that's when this should start affecting the bottom line and people start bitching, then yeah, they, I, like I said, I don't see I don't see how we don't get involved.
6: Well, I guess we'll all watch and see how it plays out. I saw a stream. It was a video game stream, and um, he did his last broadcast just before everything popped off. But can you imagine shit like like um the professor? I've been sending videos back and forth, like like some of these videos, like people like in their living room, and jets is flying over, letting off missiles, like, like right there. Like, can you imagine this being on your like, like hands?
4: Well, what about the other aspect? I mean, I don't know if y'all saw the videos, and I don't know how true they are. They could be one sided, with everything that's going on over there in Ukraine about, um, you know, if you guys saw the videos of how they're, um, the the Africans that are over there for Mm. school and all the like, they are like not letting them out the women and children, all women and children are supposed to be the first out, but they're not letting any of the African women and children across the border they're not letting them on the trains like, they're just kind of like one thing we know is racism is everywhere, but it's like now is like, forget y'all, we got to get out.
3: So when I saw that, I was saying to myself, I, I think I watched that. I think I watched the the first time I saw it. I watched that video maybe about seven times before I went to something else. Mm-hmm. Because I was just saying to myself that, you know, this just lets you know how much of a distaste that white, people in general have for people of color Mm -hmm. because here you are Mm -hmm. in a position where both all of their lives are in jeopardy and instead of us trying to work together and figure this shit out and put even if we got differences let's have our differences after we figure this shit out let's figure this out first and then we can go back to not liking each other right now you got got a lot of shit going on like you you really are, are treating people crazy that could potentially help you at some point, but you're going to push them to the side? Like, that's it. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it, man. I, I really don't get it. And I'm going to tell you the same thing that I've been saying for years. Yo, I still do not understand. Now, of course, I, I'm not retarded. I, I can understand some some parts of it. But I really do not understand where the dislike for people of color comes from. Like, I really don't understand why. Why is it? The, and, and, and let's be clear here. White people are not the only people that don't like black people. Oh, That's hey, the ones we talk about. Right. Absolute, but absolutely. Not. There are people that look like us that, that don't, like don't us. claim us. You're right. And I don't know what it is about black people that people just dis- do not like so fucking much. And that shit, that shit I, I I still have not wrapped my head around that whole concept. It's
4: definitely, it's hard when you when you are a person who don't have that mindset. It's even though we know what the history tells us, it's still hard to understand something like that because it's like, like you said, at the end of the day, like we're no different than anybody else. And especially in a time like this, when they dropping bombs and blowing shit up all over Ukraine and we both can get hit at the same time, but you got time enough, you got time enough to waste, to keep me down to keep me back and risk your own life to, to hold me down like that's that's some serious serious yeah.
2: down it's just a deep fear of, of losing the country like they've always looked at black people as being stronger faster you know things like that and then you look at the skills of black people coming up now it's like oh shit, these motherfuckers just not slaves. They just not out here picking cotton and shit. They gonna, can really take over the country. So it's just like they know the potential of what the black race could do and they did everything within their power to just try to brainwash you and try to hold us back for so for so long and it just became a thing after a while. It just became something that they do and it, they normalize the shit. But it, it, it's just out of fear.
4: That is crazy that your fear of somebody of a different race <laughs> is so extreme that like, like a professor said, like in a time like this, like where they are, in the moment where they are, that is so much impo- more important than us as a unit trying to save our lives and we go back and fight later. Like, that. that's so
3: look. So look, so I know we're talking about Ukraine, but I know a girl from Trinidad and I know a guy from Trinidad and the girl I asked her I said, well, I'm going to go to the guy first. One day I was sitting in this living room and we was talking and I said, um, I said something to him about, about black people, which is crazy to me because.
4: Damn, no, shit. I thought you, think you took a pause and shit. <laughs> <laughs> pause look, look how he froze
6: up. he <laughs> say come next week. <laughs> that's, gonna be, that's gonna be the look on his face when I swing
5: on
6: him. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. hey, how you doing?
4: Hey, I'm good. Sorry about
6: that. Hey,
2: but mm-hmm. let I, it's just like this, not just like in the US though. Like I know two dudes from Cuba I used to do construction with. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. if you if, if they never opened their mouth, you would think one was just a straight white man and mm-hmm. another one was just a straight hood nigga. Mm-hmm. But both of them was from Cuba in the same area, and the 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 black one stayed fighting, and he got locked up. But you know what I mean. And the other one was just the white one was just a mild mannered type of individual, and he was saying that in their country too, the dark skins are looked down on, and you know what I mean they're the ones that's in poverty and shit like that. So it was like fearing the fearing. A fairer skin. That shit just goes on around, and no matter where you are.
3: <clears throat>
2: so look. So look.
3: Same same Republic. So look. Um, the dude said the guy said that that uh he's always had the he's always had in the back of his mind, and his parents have told him that black people are dirty and lazy, mm. right? Mind mm-hmm. you. His skin is the same color as mine, right? The girl told me that if she brought a black man home to her family, her parents would stop talking to her. Mm -hmm. And that shit, like, yo, it it is crazy to me because, like I said, the color of their skin is the same as ours. The only thing that's different is they got dropped off on the island before we did. That's all. That's the only difference.
5: Well, and I'm just trying (laughs) to
3: fix it.
5: Good, good.
3: I'm just trying to figure out, like, like it, it. In all seriousness, like, I know we come up with these different theories about uh, <laughs> the fact that if you have melanin, in your, if you have melanin, you can um, change the race, and we all know that that's what's, what's happening now. And the age of white people is dying out, and they're they're pulling all the stops. That's why I know y'all love the vaccine, but y'all gonna get. Don't worry about that. Right. <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> so <laughs> that's cool. But his, but I get that part. I get all of that. But what about those people that look like us? Now you might say, okay, they they have been brainwashed to believe a certain thing. But come on, yo, we're talking about 10 d- generations later, 20 generations later. They have been interacting with us. They have they have seen what is going on in our in our neighborhoods. They live with us. They work with us. Yeah, and they still have this concept about us, and they still stay away from us. Why is that? Like, what is it about black people? Do we do we stake or something? What the fuck? Like I, <laughs> yo, I, I can't, yo, I cannot wrap my mind around why black people is it, yo, it's not Trinidad, it's not Jamaicans, it's 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 really not even Africans. It's black people, just black people. That's it. Like why, why is that, why is that so big? And you know what's crazy? If you ask somebody, they could never really tell you. They can never really tell you what is the real reason why, what is the core reason why we have a dislike for black people? Why, there's no way they can tell you. I, there is, I don't even think there's an answer that I can accept that makes makes any real sense this this far down the line. Now I like what Paul Mooney said. Paul Mooney made a great comment made a great uh, comment when he was talking about white America. He said the reason why white people are mad at black people because getting away wasn't a part of the plan. And mm-hmm. I get it. I get that part. But what about all those other nationalities that feel that way? What about the Asians? What about, like I said, Trinidad, Jamaican, Africans? It's not just one group, it's all of them. It's all of them had the same, same fucking idea about black people. Why is that?
6: Well, you're tuned into the Cooling the Game Show live every Tuesday night, 6 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, The gang's all here. Um, I didn't even check my messages. Mike got one from Mayberry, but I was a little late today. Um, But our special guest is here, Alfonso Mayo. And I hope I pronounced the brother's last name right, because I hate when people mess my last name up. Um, He is the founder of Mentoring Mentors, and he is here tonight with the Cooley and the Gang Show. So let's give him a round of applause real fast. Please do not bring that goddamn clap out
8: you made it. there we go. It. Am I good now? You're good. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it.
6: All right. So Alfonso, uh, first off, I apologize, brother. He was supposed to be on last week. <laughs> I fucked up. I, I messed up. It's all good, bro. And then today we were supposed to get everything straight today. Like I my I my head's been in a whirlwind and I do apologize. We we handle things a lot better than than that, you know. Uh so the next time you come on, if you allow us to have you on again, I guarantee you it'll it you'll see the real the way we do things here.
8: Look bro, I'm flexible and I believe in race. So you gotta appreciate me, right? that. Yeah. Um so let us just start first of all I always
6: to anybody that um jumps into the whole realm of uh mentoring or first of all mentoring in itself is a huge responsibility, especially if you have no sort of ties or blood relation to that person. It So what brought you down this path to you know, say, hey, this is what I want to do. This is what I need to do.
8: I appreciate that. So <clears throat> I was just kind of listening to your, your conversation uh, prior to me getting on. Uh, first and foremost, I, be- I genuinely believe like when I call you my bro, like that's a, a real live statement. Like, we might not have grown up together, but you guys are my sisters and my brothers uh, indirectly and and to some degree directly, because what I do is going to always impact somebody that's coming after me, uh, and, including my sons. And so uh, what really got me into to mentorship is it's, it's not a long story, but it goes way back to when I was in high school. Uh, all of my, my teammates and all of my, my bros, they were taking things like auto mechanic, and I just happened to walk past a class filled with, with young ladies. And I thought to myself, why are they in there? And that's where I want to be. And so, way before mentorship, I got into early uh childhood education uh and really, really learned the format of you know infants and toddlers, the importance of the first five years and and nurturing kids. And so that was me. I didn't want to learn those things. I was going into class to, you know, get girls. Uh but I learned- <laughs> I'm
4: about to hit that like you.
8: Yeah, but I, but, I, but, but I learned these things, you know, and uh, I always told myself I wanted to be a part of that because my, the first five years of my life wasn't uh, the, the classic normal upbringing. I, I wasn't nurtured in, in some ways and so grew up with a lot of anger issues. And uh, that same year I became a tutor to first and second graders and uh, they taught me the language of reading. And so I felt indebted to them uh, because I was reading on the, like a first grade level. Uh, and thank glory be to God to them, man, I was able to graduate in the top 10% of my class. And so I've always said, man, like, I want to give back, you know. So going to college, it was always childhood uh, or early childhood education focus. And then I got into coaching and coaching was just another pathway for me to serve young people. And I just said, you know, I want to do something a little different. That's what I'm cool. talking about.
6: It's, it's crazy how we go into things for one thing and end up coming out with something else. Um, I think some of the greatest stories, um, go that way. Um, so your, your program mentoring mentors, um, just a brief snippet of it basically says it aims to disrupt the trajectory for African American youth by pro- providing them with an alternative way of being and thinking, not just being, being and thinking so they can see and emulate. After winning the Dorothy Dorothy Stang Award from Stevenson University in 2014, Alfonso founded uh, Mentoring Mentors Incorporated to develop and teach younger people how to embody leadership, integrity, virtue, accountability, and a passion for serving within the community. Mm
4: -hmm. So we just needed?
6: Yeah, not just just the, uh, the physical being there, but the mental. So go into more how it is or how difficult. So what are the age ranges for your mentorship program? First of all what age
8: so so when we when we started my my focus was uh high school students again i coach high school football so it was just natural for me to take to high school young men uh one of the things i wanted to change because i grew up in the park heights area of baltimore when i opened up the door i always seen people that looked like myself I'm a little bit older uh some younger kind of you know destroying community and so my focus was if I could get high school athletes to invest in community, you know, maybe we can make a change, right? Because if I'm cleaning up, you're not literate, right? If I'm if I'm doing certain things, you're you're not going to do certain things in my community. And in 2015, that shift for us because we were doing community service, serving middle school students. They weren't our students, but we were serving them uh, at the height of the um, the riots. Um, we had some really deep comments, we had some really deep conversation with these young people. And when I asked my young men you know what community service impact you every last one of them says serving you know middle schoolers so we then shift our focus and we created something we now call the intergenerational near-to-peer model so we serve middle schoolers through high school uh, high schoolers are great uh, but sometimes they're so close to re- reality that they don't want to like it's really hard to shift their focus in mind but middle schoolers is they're they're still kind of blank slates right they just they just they're like canvas that you can just keep painting on and drawing in on and so we serve them from sixth grade that's usually age 11 uh, and we teach them everything around self-esteem, empowering them to to strengthen their academics by providing tutoring, teaching them how to work collectively together uh, and then and, and a lot of it is around behavioral stuff but exposure as well and then once they get into ninth grade we pair them with incoming students who have similar family structures, similar grades, similar attitudes, similar belief systems, and they start their leadership journey uh, and career journey, because I genuinely believe that any good leader should be a servant leader. So most people might say executive director, I never call myself that, I always call myself a servant leader, because you learn a lot by leading other people. You learn about your strengths, your weakness, right, and you learn about empathy. And so as they go through high school, they're working with a young person and really understanding the importance of long term relationships, uh, because in, especially in Baltimore City and cities alike. We become so fascinated with fabricated relationships right social media, all of this stuff is short term, none of it is long term, but you really need to learn how to build long term relationships and that's pretty much what we teach them.
6: Yeah, definitely so. So you made the switch to um, so you have have you totally kind of etched out the whole high school thing and kind of refocused on middle school or there's still uh, a give and go with them?
8: So it's a pipeline. So after our first cohort of students, so them them young men that I started with in 2014, they all graduated from high school and went off to college and they're doing some phenomenal things. So we have one guy coach at Auburn as a D1 coach. We have some. We have some that's graduating this year from college, uh, playing college basketball, entrepreneurship in the stock markets. All of these young men turned out pretty well, right? Um, And so our focus was, well, what if we can get them to kind of grow through this pipeline? Um, And so we don't take high schoolers directly, but we did develop a program uh, where we focus on personal development and then leadership development, because a lot of times people want to be leaders without really focusing on their own wholeness, right? And uh, again, social media gives us the platform to kind of cover up where Mm -hmm. we can fabricate and like literally live a false life. And so what we say is we want to focus on the internal, that way you can be external because leadership is a lot, it's external. Uh, Personal development is internal when both kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And so we just started that program, uh, like this year we launched it uh, we're working with the Department of Social Services to provide youth that's in foster care with that. Uh, really just to uplift them and edify them and really help them understand that, you know, anything is possible. It doesn't matter if you're in foster care, if you're in Juvie, none of that really matters. Like we gotta really focus on the inside to get you to do the things that you wanna accomplish. And so I'm proud of that. Well, you are yeah.
6: doing the gang show. We have our special guest founder of mentoring mentors. Alfonso Mayo is here with us. Uh, Mac, what's on your mind? Now,
2: um, I'm pretty sure um, that, that there has been some students and maybe some, even some parents that has a little pushback, you know, not, not too sure of what you're there to offer. Um, if so, how do you deal with those students that, you know, that push back and don't see the vision and the parents as well?
8: Well, the, the one of the things that I love about our organization is that we get to hold each other accountable, right? And so when parents uh, come into our program, that's the first thing that we talk about that it is it, no longer your child, it's our child, right? Mm-hmm. We'll use the word your, but in parentheses put our, because once you bring them into our program, you're then saying that you're giving us grounds to train them, teach them, and level them the way that a a father should, right? So like if it's a man, a father, the way that a brother or sister should. And so each month we meet with our parents uh, on Sundays, every like fourth or third Sunday. And we take them through a lot of trainings that I've been through, right, around early childhood education, uh, around developing positive relationships. You know, what's the difference between punishment and discipline? You know teaching them financial living like we're as invested in the parents as we are in the kids because we realize that these kids are their seeds and the families are the soil and so we have to be in alignment with them and so what i will say is it's not for everybody that's number one so but we we have a, a policy where we force nothing i would love to serve a thousand kids however we won't force you to be great that's a choice right and so You'll have kids come, and they if they say they want to quit, you know we'll talk to them about why that's why that's not something sustainable, right? And give them a reality check, right? Like that's maybe their father's not in their life, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe he quit on you, and so that that's why you believe it's easy to quit, right? And then you'll quit on your son. So like teaching them like little life lessons like that, and a lot of times kids reconsider once you give them like some reality. and then with the difference with the parents is that our standards are different a lot of times uh because like we focus highly on uh not academics even though we do want our kids to perform academically well but we focus on effort right if you're going to show up show up and be your best uh but I think one of the things that we we've, we've had success with is just really having a parent, like being genuine about our intent like man we don't do this for money my first 3 years we ain't raised a dime I literally was working out of my home, that was our program. Like the kids was coming to my actual home and I was working two jobs to support this work. So it's not mm-hmm. about that, right? Like it's that's not, a, it's not about that. Like we don't do, you know, certain programs. I just don't believe in because I believe it's a hindrance to growth for some of our people. So I don't invite anything in our participants and students' life that I wouldn't imp- invite in my son's life. Not to mention my sons are around these kids so I need to make sure I'm investing as much as them as I would invest in my own kids. And I think what happens is a lot of the moms and grandmas and uncles and dads, they see that, right? And so we develop a, a, a relationship where they can hold me accountable for the things that I said I'm gonna do and I hold them accountable for the things they say they are gonna do. And so it's been working pretty well.
1: So you only you only do boys, there's no like young ladies involved or nothing like that?
8: No, no, man, we, we actually do young ladies. Um, but the young ladies came on later in the game, uh, probably okay. like two, two, two and a half years after we started with the boys. Uh, one of our partner schools said, hey, we want to we want some assistance for our young lady And it's only And to be honest, it's only it's only right that we serve young ladies. Right. Because what's the purpose of training up young kings if they don't have <laughs> young queens? That's going to keep, you know, where they can uplift one another. Right. And we, we saw that. Um, It is very different, for sure, right, Uh, the way that we could approach it. uh, Like, uh, one of the things that I tend to do with our young ladies is I always speak to their value. I always tell them the truth about who they are, right, so powerful beyond their measuring their own belief. So, we always speak to that because a lot of things that we see with young ladies, it's always esteem issues, right, Mm -hmm. what others think about me. So, we try to train them on like, no, what do you think about you, and then we put them around other women like alex port or rachel lewis um or Lashawn, who think highly of themselves who are go-getters who work hard who have degrees who you know like who have a lot of value And so we put them around them and uh it's been it's been working well i want to say we we struggled the first two years with our young ladies um to the point where we had to let a lot of them go because it was just so much drama uh but we was able to get it together and now we have a good cohort of young ladies who they're working collectively together the older ones are working with the younger ones and so it's becoming fruitful
4: so how does um like how the young women and men um who are a part of the program is there like a way that they apply, apply or are you connected with schools or organizations to get um the 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 groups that are coming about. in, the cohorts that are coming in, and is speaking of cohorts, is it like a like...
6: Why well, they gotta be cohorts? Though.
4: I thought what that's what I heard. I
8: thought I heard him say that. Oh, okay. I, I, I
4: could have made that. You know. I could have lied,
8: but I thought I heard him say that. I thought Did she you was say, being Did trying to be special. You say that? No, I, said I said our first cohort of students. Okay, so trying to take your words,
4: man. My bad, my bad. I was thinking it was like a special time that they come through. Like, is it just like come through spring and we carry through through this season and then the next
8: group come in, so that's- Yeah, so the, the premise is that, you know, we want to start with them in the beginning uh, of the fall semester, right? That's what we kind of quantify it as the fall semester. So we start in like October. So our participants, they'll do their applications before the summer. We'll do open house or orientation. They come out and we get them. But the way that we recruit our students is, is directly through schools or word of mouth. But the way that it works with the school systems, they give us students that they believe uh, could benefit from our program. So that's usually the students who are struggling academically, mm-hmm. struggling with behavior, struggling with attendance, you know, struggling with, mm-hmm. you know, being able to embrace discipline. And so, you know, it, it, uh, the truth is a lot of schools, they they call them, you know, red students or, uh, but we, we look at them as students with a lot of potential, right? Because these students are coming to school and they're dealing with a lot of challenges, but they're still showing up. They're just not them best selves. Because they haven't had the proper training or coaching, they're 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 the who I used to be when I was a student. So that's what I look for, right? And I speak to that leadership potential. Uh, and then the word of mouth is usually from parents who've seen the transition in their sons or daughters, and so now they're telling all of their friends at work, or telling their cousins, uh, or, or telling they're just telling people. They're posting like the, their children's success, and people are like, "Man, like how is that happening?" And they're like, "Oh, well, there's this group." And so we had an influx of students because initially we were serving in just the Windsor Hill community over there by Garrison, uh, and then over the summer, we was just getting calls left and right. We, now we have students, you know, as far as Rosedale, uh, Pikesville, um, some was in Owens Mills over East Baltimore, Cherry Hill, um, and, and and we try to embrace that, but the goal is to try to get like a structured cohort from our schools. That way we can follow these students, um, but it never really works like that, and we, we just kind of roll with the punches as it as it come in as they come in. So, uh, how many people do you have working with you? So right now we have uh, we have three times uh, employees, including myself, uh, and then we have interns. We use a lot of interns uh, because again we have this intergenerational model. I believe that younger people usually look up to those who are like just above them, right? So if you're in middle school, you look to high schools. High schools look to college, and so we use a lot of college students from our partner in schools. So the University of Baltimore, Stevenson University, Morgan just came on board last year. So Morgan State, uh, Coppin State University. So we use a lot of these students because they they have they have better language than you know we have, right? They're listening to some of the same music. They dress the same. Uh, and all we're doing is just training them, giving them the proper training, and they assisting us in just different avenues and different capacities, but uh, we have an amazing program director um, with a law background, uh, graduated with her master's in business, actually launched her own youth program, but decided to come with us so she can get more hands on experience. One uh, of a testimony to our longevity is our program operations specialist, he actually started as a uh, community service student, then did his internship, stayed on as a mentor, and we was able to hire him as our program specialist. And he'd been with us since 2017. Another mm-hmm. guy, been with us since 2018. Like, And then just good people who want to pour in. So like our graphic designer, some one of my spiritual bros, and he does an amazing job with our marketing. The person that take our photos, another spiritual bro, and he does all of our photos. And so we try to keep it tight knit because we are a family, like I said in the opening of this. Uh, whether directly, or indirectly, we're brothers and sisters. And so we treat it like a family uh, and we try our best to just, you know, keep it working. And so I'm learning how to delegate and just trust more. Uh, and that's pretty much how we've been growing and trying to scale this thing. Damn.
5: Mm. Now,
8: do you, now, what if somebody
2: wanted to maybe just stop by and uh, volunteer? <laughs>
8: Love it, man. So, for example, let's say you was like, hey, Mayo, bro, I want to share my story and my testimony. I'll say, Matt, look, bro, we have something we call community days. And the reason we call community days is because that's when we get a chance to break bread. Now we are virtual for obvious reasons, but you would come out, you would share your testimony, and story, and our kids ask a lot of questions. We tell them that questions are the keys to success. And so you would say, hey, this is my experience. This is what I've been through. This is who I was, but this is what I've overcome. Uh, because I do believe that most of life lessons are through testimonies of others. And so we we do have an open platform for that. That means that you don't have to make a deep commitment. Like you might not be in a position of mentor. And then a the thing that we do with mentorship is we kind of change the game by changing the language. We realize that one-to-one mentorship don't work because life happens, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody on this call got something going on, right? Somebody's son gets sick, you can't show up. Right, Something happened at your job, you can't show up. Something happened with your significant other, you can't show up. And so we developed something we call the popcorn model, where all of us will be in one room at the same time, serving all the students. That way, if Mac had to leave, it's all good, because we got your back, because we're family. And that's what family's supposed to do. So yes, Mac left, but you're still supported by Mike. You know what I mean? You're still supported by Mayo. You're still supported by Steve. You're still supported by Lena. Like, you're still supported, even though someone has left. And then when you come back, we just embrace you the same, you know, is and, and so we we try to keep those opportunities open because we get it, man. Like, you know, life is life. Right. But we're here to support one another. Uh, and so maybe it's a speaking opportunity. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just you want to come out and volunteer with our kids, that program. They do a lot of hands on stuff. And what we try what we to do is meet people where they are. Like I wouldn't tell you to come in and do something you're not good at, right? Like if you don't fix cars, don't talk about cars. (laughs) You know what I mean? Come in, come in and say, "Hey, bro, I I rap." Come in. How do you write your raps? Like, how do you come up with your logic for it? Come in here and show them that because that's authentic to who you are, and that's who they should know, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's pretty much what we try to do to engage people.
4: Mm
6: Outstanding.
4: It's the it's the younger people who are so involved with the younger people. I think it, that we're seeing more and more of um, because I think at one point in time we lost that, like we really lost, and that's when we see a lot of our youth going crazy
7: mm-hmm.
4: because one there was nobody there, but now just to see, you know, young brother like yourself and like we had the other um King man. Randall, yes, yeah. like you guys are young men in the field pulling our young men and women and pouring into them and we need more people like that so keep teaching um people to do what you do because it's important it's important Mm -hmm. y'all people may not realize but there's a lot of children that you guys are saving and right now they need as much hands-on blessings saving pouring in just to keep them going.
6: So, if he'd have told me he only got through to one child, I mean that's that
4: one. That's one less lost child. All it takes is one because then he can tell
6: somebody that else. one's more like the, the P and for yeah. model was something that I've always. I wish you, brought Yeah, yeah. Like, I,
8: I don't tell people that too, um, but I know me. I'm not good with just one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even though I know one could change many, I remember a while ago I had a, a foundation tell me that they were shifting their focus to global warming which I do think is, that by, like, is important. So pretty much what he was saying was, we're not gonna fund you because we're shifting our focus to global warming and that's not something you guys focus on. My reply to him was, you know, I get it. Global warming is important because it affects all of us. However, could you imagine if your support, the support that you take away, right? We have a kid right now in our program that has a solution to global warming. <laughs> you know, wouldn't that be <laughs> a catch 22? Right. And so for me, you know, mm-hmm. our, our, our greatest gift is really showing and uplifting these kids because they are resilient, whether they know it in the moment or not. You know, uh, I have a personal mission, which is to really um, have everyone that I come across, child, women, man it doesn't matter, uh, is to, to get them to see their fullest potential and chase after their dream relentlessly. And that comes with a level of accountability. And so that's pretty much what I, I consider myself like the accountability guru, right? But that means that you have to be accountable to yourself as well, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect for sure, but there's a lot of things that I've worked on and a lot of things that I learned through, you know, my trials and, and tribulations, but also my uh, my accolades, right? the things that I did right, that we should be showing these kids and teaching them. And uh, I, I speak for free at different schools and uh, I serve high schoolers. At Reginald F. Lewis, and just last week, I had a young man said, "Bro, why are they not teaching what you're teaching us in school?" Huh. And I said, "You know what? They might not, but you're getting it here. So now, who are you going to teach, right? Mm-hmm. Now, because like, you have friends, you have homeboys. Tell them what you're learning, and then work together. Because ultimately, that's how we going we going to be successful, and we're going to be able to change the world. But until then, I'm just going to keep doing my part, you know. And hopefully, I inspire the next president." or somebody like that that really want to see change and not just talk about it but really want want to do it.
4: Well,
2: another resident of Blacktopia.
8: There we go. Alfonso. <laughs>
4: <Yeah,
6: we, yeah. laughs> you don't know Blacktopia is uh we've been trying to come up with our own community. You know you got <laughs> Chinatown, you got Yeah. you know. So we came up with Blacktopia so we are trying to just get all our organizations, our banks out we got schools and you know now we're going to bring you into the mentoring program and then to kind of just <laughs>
8: you know,
6: help the children you know we're going to bring and you in it.
8: yeah i do my part to the best of my ability man.
6: definitely so how can people reach out to you to um donate um if they just want to be a part i mean shoot if you got kids that want to do a podcast send them my way i tell them all <laughs> the little tricks and things that i did on a low budget yeah
8: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got you. Well, I mean, the first thing is, you know, social media, right? Um, there's not many people or Black people I know named Alfonso Mayo. So if you put us in, it, it's probably like 13 of us. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm definitely on Facebook. Uh, I'm really active on LinkedIn. Uh, and then, uh, you know, my Instagram. Uh, and I think I shared the link with you for my Instagram. Uh, but I'll say the name again. It's 20mayo underscore 20 mayo. Sorry, 20mayo underscore mayo. Uh, which is my Instagram. And, you know, I respond to everybody. Like, I, I, if somebody hit me up, I respond. If I can help, I try my best. Uh, or you can just go on out, you know, follow us online, www.mentoring- don't forget the dash, not an underscore, dash, mentors with finesse.org And that's where you can find all of our work. You can find things about our leader. You can find our social media platforms. Uh, you can reach out to us. You can sign up if you want to, to be, if you want to be a mentor, if you want to donate, you know we are all in.
6: Well, I definitely appreciate you taking the time. And again, I do apologize for the, the pushing around because, brother, what the work you're doing is is more important than me jerking around your schedule. So I apologize. No, it's
8: all you. good, bro. It's all good. Look, the kids wrapped up with tutoring about six thirty, so we was we we're on a good schedule, right? And then when you have a team around you, you don't have to be present for everything. And so I'm flexible, man. You get that grace. No apology
6: needed, man. I appreciate it. Anytime this platform is open to you, and don't be surprised. We don't like people just coming on one time. Like we definitely I got you, man. We definitely you know, like next... to keep up and check in. Look,
8: I'm I'm
6: here. We appreciate it. Alfonso Mayo, founder of mentoring mentors. Give it up. <laughs> easy, 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 easy. Appreciate it, bro. Peace and blessings, man. Many blessings to you all.
5: Have a good one. Right. See you how you brother spoke about good having a
6: team. Got it back. Mm. Team a team that you know when, when you need them.
4: Y'all feel those sh- shots being fired? I know. Ooh, ooh. I know. Where's the shots though?
6: He spoke highly of team. Y'all team. not
4: dodging y'all not dodging them bullets. <laughs> mm,
6: don't oh make me preach in here. Yeah. <coughs> so um that was dope. Um
4: that is
6: that's one of the things I really do love about doing this. Um <laughs> Oh, gee. Gee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the things I love about <laughs> doing this show is the fact <laughs> he that- He's been doing uh, it
4: for the longest.
6: <laughs> we run across uh, you know a,
4: in like, in
5: a
6: nice. wide range of different people, uh, organizations, groups, and um, all doing great things and need to be uh, pushed more to the forefront. Yes. Beyond that's some funny. of these other things that we have in the forefront, which we're not going to talk about at BLM. But mm. everybody does their part, I guess.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, we're not going to talk about the professor sliding out again. So oh, we already knew when he
4: was in the car that he wasn't going to be here long. Never
6: he in the car, I already know like, he's not long for this. Though. She is 399 years old. I don't believe it, though. you we can just let that slide by, huh? mm-hmm.
5: y'all, should,
4: y'all, y'all should be used to it by now. G be like, I'll be waiting down for the countdown.
1: Oh, I already knew. What time is it? Seven
4: thirty? Oh no, it's not even. It's not
1: even. He got, he got out before seven thirty tonight. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, Maybe you know, other than what do you
4: have?
6: You? All right, so let's go in. Let's um get this done. Uh uh-uh. oh. Let's go ahead and um. So I I came home last weekend. Good trip. I I, I it was a good trip. Last
4: weekend.
6: Last weekend. Well,
4: oh, C-I-A. C-I-A. Yeah. C-I-A double A. Yeah. It so, sounded like it was pretty decent. It didn't, I didn't. Any murders? Didn't, too bad. Not that I know of. Okay. So that that, that was a, that was a plus right there. But I
6: never thought nobody was. I never thought nobody was gonna get shot.
4: I
1: did. I, I had 30.
4: Didn't in any know. high crime, or, oh, you know, no, notice no, no, no 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 going problem. on? I there. Everyone was on their best behavior for the most <laughs> okay. part. So, so, so the city I, s- I did like, see some fights. It, came in.
1: it was some fights, but I, I don't think anybody got murdered or, or killed or nothing, but I did see some fights.
4: Okay. Well, I mean, when you going to see that anyway? You see that in, in North Carolina. So, I mean, that ain't Unusual. That's the weekend. That's the weekend. Everyone knows. Don't get you know locked up on the weekend. You're gonna get out till Tuesday.
6: Can you imagine that being from out of town and? and. So it
4: sounds like the city, you know, act like the, you know, you know, they did, well, they did right. All right. Well,
6: first of all, I was there, so let me tell y'all. Okay.
4: The let. let you, were you there? Were you? I was. You remember?
6: I remember Friday night. Oh, okay. Saturday, not much. Well, I don't. Well, Friday night up until about 10, 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. I don't remember nothing past
5: 11.
6: Oh, yeah, I don't. I just know I earled in the middle of some Baltimore City street. Jesus. <laughs> that was it for me. Um, that's why I shout out to Dina. Dina uh, oh. made sure I had some Gatorade. Yeah, I had it. First of all, this was the first for me for a lot of things. First CIAA in Baltimore. When
8: so, okay. y'all wonder
4: why he ain't allowed to go out, 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 out by um, himself, it
6: was also my first time ever staying in an Airbnb. I had never stayed in an Airbnb before. I always thought about mm-hmm. it, but I never did. So this is my first time ever staying in an Airbnb. um I had a okay. nice one. It was downtown. It was actually right connected to the old Hammerjacks, which is um iconic live now. Shout out to oh, Tracy. Yeah. Tracy that now and this iconic and. It was a lot of good things. Whatever artist you could think of was there. Shanti was there this weekend, Meek Mills. Um Tracy had it popping over there. Um so my Airbnb was connected to that. And being connected to that building and right there with the club, it was surprisingly not loud. Like it was it wasn't as loud as I thought it might have been. Um, but uh yeah, the Airbnb, like I wasn't really prepared for anything. I had no bottled water. Um, I had nothing except my fucking dirty drawers and I brought my own TV because I'm real anal I need a TV in the bedroom and most Airbnbs from what I was seeing online, they don't have TVs in the bedroom so we got this little, what's this about 24, 25 inch TV, I took that with me and my fire stick they don't do that, I got problems it's okay Um
4: Bedroom is the reason why they don't have a TV in the bedroom if you think about it because I don't have one in my bedroom is because to be honest, you need to get some sleep.
6: I think anybody without a TV in the bedroom is a murderer. Linnea, are you a murderer?
4: Uh, no. Uh, no. You don't have <laughs> like, oh, a TV in your bedroom? Mike is so yeah. bad oh. that when we his, I have, I have forced him that when we go home that we stay at his mother's house because, you know, why we got always spend money?
6: She ain't got no TV in that guest room. He
4: went and bought a, a TV for his mother's bedroom, and that was the only way I could get him to stay there. That's how bad he is. What? My I house, house, go on with your little
6: CIAA. I need a TV in the bedroom. That is not. Get
4: an, my house. I don't
6: care where I'm at. If I come over y'all, your house, G house, Mac, y'all better make sure there's a TV in my <laughs> guest room, or I'm gonna go buy you one too. <laughs> Everybody can TV. So I in there drunk, so a
4: TV in his room, but that's just to keep him in there and not to bug me.
6: So. See, and that's what they do: It keep me in the room. Like I can't talk to Shannon all night. Like we talk, but I can't be talking. Like once it's in there, and it's dark, like I like I'm just gonna be laying there. Like and Shannon don't even like when I come home drunk and talk to her. Like so.
5: What?
6: Yeah, she don't. Know shit. But the Airbnb was nice. A uh, nice little. I don't know what it was, apartment, condo. The hall was a little leery. When you come off the, ele- when you go in the lobby, you're like, oh, this slick. You get on the elevator, you're like, mm, this is weird. You get off the elevator, you're like, oh, shit, this is New Jack City. But then when you got back into the room, it was all good again. It's the car. It's the yeah, car. it was a car in the hallway. The hallway was the car. I don't give a fuck with nobody. That, that was the car the hallway. It was music. You could smell weed. But once you got into the oh, room, everything yeah. kind of was good again. So I stayed at the Airbnb. Um, Friday, uh, homeboy of mine had a party at Medusa. Um, okay. from there, we went to. I'm not gonna talk about the party because I, I know that's what he wants, and I'm not gonna say anything about the party. It, it was over early, I should say that. <laughs> it, was, it was over early, he, he tried his best, bless his heart. Um,
4: but Baltimore niggas do what Baltimore niggas do, they yeah.
6: don't support like they supposed I think I don't. I don't nobody's going to argue this down with me. There was no out of town presence there like I'm used to in other CIAAs. I believe
4: that
6: made us, yeah. There wasn't a lot of out of town presence now
4: because they were scared to come to the city. All of them videos, I don't know
6: why, it all
4: over the internet. Don't post this line, don't do this. Don't say avenue, avenue. It
6: was a lot. I think we might have did it to ourselves a little bit because a lot of videos out there telling people what not to do. Instead of saying, hey, welcome to our city. Come on, it was a whole lot of videos out there. Like, I gotta Look,
4: stay in this box now. right here. What a box yeah. yeah, that's true, That's true. So um, I did have a list on Instagram. Games, I saw, I
6: was like, yeah, the game seemed to have more uh, participants than I've seen in Charlotte. Um, The mm-hmm. game seemed pretty packed.
4: And um, what was it step shows? Yeah,
6: all the convention center stuff was what it was. If anybody has ever gone to CIAA, the convention center is always. That's where you, your family-friendly stuff is. Like uh, Me and Sean used to go to uh, Tom Joyner's morning show. He would do it on Friday mornings at a convention center. So we would just mm-hmm. stay up all night because if we went to bed, that was it. And, you know, go see Tom Joyner and there. So the convention center was always the place to be. Um, it's the family-friendly atmosphere. Um, but I never went to CIAA for family-friendly. Like, fuck all that shit. I went for the hang with my homeboys, and we went down there to party. So I can only approach it and give my view from the perspective of
4: the party,
6: a party goer. I've been okay. going to CIAA for shit. When I'm forty, I've been going since I was about maybe twenty-two. I've been going to CIAA, maybe missed three or four <laughs> years, but and I've never been to one game. Me neither. The
2: only not, time I've been down there. I've never been to one game. Mac,
6: tell him Mac. That's not
2: win. You, not your, never your been to one dad- game. God.
4: You're a toy guy. I taught you that
6: way. <laughs> yeah. We don't go to the game. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know the whole point
2: of this. You where all the,
4: the parties
6: was, though. It's where all the parties was. It's the camaraderie. It's the, it's the atmosphere. It's the black college feeling, that vibe that's in there. I don't need a Damn. game for that.
5: we am
4: getting up there. We got to go to bed by 9 to 10.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so, NJ Rich in the building. What's up, NJ? Um, so I, uh, so I can only approach it from someone that goes to enjoy like being outside, uh, we outside, you know, down the street outside? Lane, from one party to another, it's just floods of black people, beautiful brown, black people everywhere. Um, we all we outside. Nobody is all love. Like,
4: was, did you get that? Was anyone a Vegas? That's
6: what I'm saying. Like, I didn't see nobody. Now everybody telling me maybe I wasn't in the right spot, but I was right by the Royal Farm Arena. I didn't. It, it,
4: it was it cold?
6: It wasn't that cold. I mean, that's why I said I don't think there was a large out of town presence. Right. The out of town presence looked more to me like, hey, my son, my nephew, my grandson mm-hmm. plays on the team. Right. I'm going to out of town to fair. see him in the tournament.
4: It not like, yo, like where my girls at? We rolling out to CI. Oh,
6: okay. And people, like, when you go to CIWA for years and years and years, like, you meet people. Like, you, right. like, CIAA is one of those atmospheres where if you're in the lobby, you're going to meet people, and y'all going to hang out for the rest of the weekend. Like, everybody mm-hmm. knew each other, like, forever. And next year, everybody's going to be looking for everybody. If you it's give so somebody nice. at CIAA, they're so not going nice. to hit you again until the following CIAA and be like, hey. Y'all in town? All right, where we going? We going to Sweet? We going to Whiskey River? Like, like, where, where everybody at? That's the... Like, so, nobody trap. called me.
5: That's a <laughs> soul tribe.
6: My phone didn't ring. Nobody called me. Uh One of my homeboys said some people that he knew were on their way up, but there was, like, Thursday night, Friday, there was, like, sleep and depending on where you were coming from, and they turned around and just went back home. Like, so... All in all, there was no drama downtown. I will definitely... I That's didn't good. see anything. There was definitely no drama. Um, which, You know, we're all happy for, but the fact that we applaud that, I mean, it shouldn't have been no fucking drama, number one. Um, right. So there was no drama. Um, Everybody had, that I could see, all the Baltimore promoters and DJs all had, looked like wonderfully successful events. Which I tell people, CIAA is not just Aside from the parties, this was an opportunity for anybody to get money. If you did hair, makeup, you sold yeah. plates, food. This was your opportunity to get money um, with the tournament. So, um, letter grade. I've been I've been really thinking about this. My letter grade for the first CIAA in Baltimore, I will probably give it a. Uh, I give it a C plus.
4: I thought.
5: But so. you go
6: back next year? Nah. <laughs> you wouldn't wait a minute. You nah. wouldn't
1: go back next year.
6: Nah, they trying to. Only way I go back next year is um. There's been talks of so if we really follow through and do an event, then I'll go for the event and come home. But no, nah, I don't have it. It may
5: be. It
2: may be more packed next year once people find out that it, it wasn't bad this year. But so a lot more people man. may be a little more trusting next year.
6: Somebody sent me something. Uh I believe. Uh, I think it might have been in our in the group text. It was a quick snapshot of a, a Facebook post that somebody had trying to explain why. Okay, here it is. So the young lady posted it. She said 11 HBCUs in North Carolina, 10 HBCUs in Georgia, eight in South Carolina, and four in Southern Virginia. Based on geography alone, CIAA should never have been, have left Charlotte. Baltimore didn't work and won't work. They were barely any out-of-towners. So basically from that, mo- most of the schools are in the South. Um, yeah. The weather is better in the South. Everything about the South, generally people say is the South, you know, mm-hmm. the food, yeah. women. The,
1: the, the hospitality, right. All of that.
6: Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I truly don't think it should have come North. I do think it should have stayed in the South, but I think everybody should get a shot to get a little piece of the pie.
4: But if it don't work, then you got to fix what's broken.
6: But from some of the posts I'm seeing from people, everybody sway up and down it worked. I'm thinking I'm an asshole. But I'm once like, again, those, I
4: those people that I saw that said it worked are the ones that attend the actual functions. And for right. what you're stating, that doesn't change much from one place to the other. Like, even right. when it's in North Carolina, those functions happen the same way. Like, they still be bumping and jumping and thumping. But you also got to understand people have a bias. So what's
9: classified as the South now? Because I've always thought <laughs> that Maryland was below the Mason Dixon line. It is. We're still so, there. I mean, when we when we talk in the South,
1: From South of Virginia.
9: Okay so any, so okay so anything that's south of Virginia is considered the south and we are the mid-Atlantic region.
5: Right. Like, you all the
4: like
9: not y'all y'all like,
5: y'all like the, the
4: lie, yeah. like the the Right.
6: We the, think like, it, step, you the stepchild that don't nobody want. That's
1: right. What I think do. it goes it goes like Baltimore, DMV yeah. and then the south. <laughs> No, you gotta go past Northern Virginia. Now you don't want to be booze. You want to go. Really, that's that. They part. They part of the DMV yeah. though. But you gotta go
9: past Virginia to be. Yeah. So, so, the northernmost city in the south of you all are classifying is probably Richmond.
1: No, nah, hell no. Y'all go below that. What's that Rocky Mountain? Ain't that Rocky Mountain once you get to North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah, Rocky, Mountain. Yeah, Rocky
9: Mountain.
1: Yeah, Rocky Mountain. Yeah, y'all go to Rocky Mountain to be south.
4: You okay. definitely south. Okay.
9: I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to
4: learn right now. now look, yeah. if you still get that that wintry mix, that cold weather, some real snow, you ain't the south.
1: Yeah, that's what, that's Virginia. You gotta get out of Virginia first. You're I think that south. might be like that's like Washington County show. or something.
6: Yeah, if you own a shovel, you don't live in the south. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Basically, so Baltimore, DMV, and then the South
9: works for me.
2: So, uh, Baltimore, not a part of Maryland,
1: (laughs) no, no. And and as as, as a matter of fact, it goes Eastern Shore, y'all niggas, DMV, (laughs) then the South. You know, how, you, know how you, get, you know how you get a donut and you got a donut hole? You got the donut hole and then you got the donut? Y'all niggas is the donut hole and then it's the donut and then you get the like cakes and pies and shit like that. <laughs> you,
4: know, you know Baltimore is like Atlanta. You know, it yes. stands alone. It's not a part of Georgia. Baltimore is not a part of Maryland. It's Baltimore,
2: and then it's Maryland. It's the cheese that stands.
6: <laughs> Baltimore is
5: own
4: city and
6: state. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, I do, I do know for the girls, Lincoln won, and for the boys, um, Fayetteville won the championship. I did actually keep up with the game. I wasn't there, but I kept up with it.
4: Okay. I heard the step show was good. But, I'm about to I about mean, this. I was just about to say for all the videos from yeah. the step shows, the step show definitely
6: looked litty. Yeah, but. It was probably everybody from Baltimore.
4: It was everybody from Baltimore. I saw the videos when they were scooping.
6: <laughs> yeah, I know Cozette probably ready to cuss me out. Oh, yeah,
4: they're going gonna give you the blues because Cozette had my me girl cozy I said, something.
6: Yeah, my girl cozy was like, This was the best. I'm glad Baltimore got a shot at it. But and um I'm curious to see how the numbers look. Like, I'm hoping I'm hoping that um and I ain't talking about the promoters because I know them motherfuckers got money, but uh, <laughs> I hope the city, you know, got the money that they were expecting. Buddy.
1: But and uh, I feel like I feel like they're going to say they didn't. Didn't make out? I feel like it's going to be some bullshit behind it. They probably made a billion dollars. They're going to come back and say we made a quarter of what we projected, something, something, something. <laughs> so
4: you already there know. Them. And all of them can pocket the money? Yeah, they right. well, not, I'm
1: not. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't think they really going to give them their props as to what really happened. Um, like I, I always well, keep you going know, back to that. Huh?
6: Before, before we even left, the whispers around town was that Baltimore was trying to get it in for another three years.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. So, so, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if if, if they was dissatisfied this go round, no matter how much money they made, if they're looking for a reason to take it somewhere else, I'm almost sure that those numbers that the, the projecting, whatever the projected profit should have been, they probably gonna come back and say they didn't meet it. Even if they did meet it, Um I can't see nothing good coming out of this. I don't think they're gonna give them their props. I'm always going go back to that Formula One racing bullshit. When that shit bombed. They let you know that shit bombed. They didn't get no money. The streets wasn't fixed. They did this. They spent money for that. This shit here is going to probably be the same exact thing. Mm. Mm.
6: And another thing somebody told me to take into account before I came and gave my opinion on the CIAA was the fact that a lot of people probably still aren't ready to travel from COVID. Like a lot of people maybe still don't want to jump into that whole thing. So I will give you a -A 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 part of that, even though every time I look every club across America is packed. And if you're gonna go yeah. to the club every weekend and then tell me you don't want to go out of state for something, you, you <laughs> fucked up, like, you know I mean, your priorities is all fucked up, like, I don't get it, like, but to each his own, I don't get it. No.
4: Yes, and like, this is this in this place, I frequent, I know those germs, I don't know those germs,
6: you don't know, do right? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, get, I don't know how to clean
4: over there, I know how to clean over I go to all right. I you that. Well, I know the bartender.
6: <clears throat> I don't know what you all heard or saw, as far as the tournament is concerned, but that was my um, that was my recap. Like I said, I, I'll I'll go uh, C plus. Um, shout out to uh, Tim Nice. Uh, Tim had a dope event out in Arbutus. Um, it was called Abstract. I mean, it had retro video games, um, spinning uh, '90s hip hop. Man, he had a dude in there that was painting live on the spot. Uh James Dickey, Simple Eats was there. I got to finally get some of that good good food.
4: Now mm, I don't want to um, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that
6: that he had a real dope event. Um, and everything was spread out. So you had events downtown. Then I looked up and it was a concert they were having a part of the tournament, but it was out Maryland Live Casino. I'm like, what the fuck? Like who. Just flew in town to come to the CIAA. Now they gotta make their way all the way to live, then all the way back downtown. Like so it was it was so spread out.
4: And that's the thing, and that's and that's a big that's another thing that's a big difference, is that like in Charlotte, they have a central location so that everybody Mm -hmm. can do everything right Right. there. But Baltimore, yes, y'all have downtown, but you know, (coughs) unless you're using someplace like the power plant or someplace like that that's centralized, you're gonna have everything that's kind of spread. All right. over the
6: place. That makes sense. No, them cheeks was definitely spread.
4: Who's cheeks?
5: <laughs> was the whole booty, booty, the whole C. C. Booty,
4: booty, 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 no. booty, booty, rocking everywhere. I, heard um, I was the club was yeah. jumping. I thought they was closing early or something.
6: the, uh, the strip club was jumping. They had uh Bernice Burgos, <laughs> Bur- She had a nice little thing. Thing she had a couple of nice events. And and if you want to get talent for the CIAA, just because somebody's in town for five events, you still don't get a discount. Everybody got to pay the same price. If I want 10K uh appearance, just because I was already here, I ain't going to knock it down to four. I still want my 10. I was like, God damn, they ain't even giving all no group rate out this bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> it was all good. So we'll see how it goes next year. Y'all let me know. Um, You're going to be down with nothing's impossible because I kept saying I wasn't going this year and then next year right. you look up. But, um, I don't have intentions. Hopefully we'll find some we supposed to be doing another trip to all of us, so we'll figure it Make out. Make sure you have
4: I'll,
6: some water. I know, right? He didn't like. He did like. He like. <coughs> it was bad. I didn't get myself together told
4: And usually 3-30. he only have nights like that when he hang
1: with G. <laughs> don't keep putting that on a, me.
4: G, now you know it's been twice, G.
1: I I, hey, look, I was looking at a video the other day when we was at, at Corinthians and and y'all was hammered. Wow. That was of G, G don't Shannon listen.
4: was
1: Shannon was drunk. Everybody no, was drunk. No,
4: we're we're right, no war, war.
1: Yeah, we was drunk.
4: No, we, 40s, <laughs> we can't be. We can't be. We can't be. You know, living it up.
1: Speak for yourself.
4: We only live <laughs> once, right, G? That's what
1: I'm talking about. These 57-year-old these. I don't spend the yeah.
4: year early morning, throwing up my guts.
1: I didn't make it to 57. Uh, cooling out. And we get hammered. <laughs> past the past the Jack Daniels, all that. Yeah, we bring out the bottle. No,
5: no, incredible.
9: Well, well, while y'all while y'all in the club, I'll be in the salt cave. <laughs> salt cave. Yes. Salt, caves, salt cave. I saw
4: him and his wife. Was it your anniversary y'all you went?
9: Yes. Our anniversary like, weekend. I, Shout if, out if you all. haven't Happy done a salt cave,
4: brother. y'all have to it's so relaxing
7: What's a
1: salt cave?
9: So it's a it's like it's like sitting in a room in the like take some salt, take a big block of salt, cut a hole in it, and go sit in a hole that you cut in. And that's kind of oh, like a salt
1: yeah. cave. Mm-hmm. Is it hot? Like, are you sweating or something? No. 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 You, you breathe in the
9: salt and it helps clear out the mucus in your system.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh,
9: shoot. Oh. So, is, so anybody, it, is it just you? Or is it like a group?
4: It can be a group. Well,
9: it can be a group. If everybody is a part of the same party, depending on what salt cave you go to, mm. um, they'll spread you out. We When we were in there, it was my wife and I and another couple, but they were on the other side of the room. We were definitely six feet or okay. six feet apart you you go in it's super relaxing you get mm-hmm. some headphones they give you the you know the the the, the and music and everything mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can go in there and people fall asleep you hear people I snoring in the whole night
4: I did. I did. Because, that was
5: me.
9: <laughs> because the mucus is, is draining <laughs> and, and they have water
4: get, like yeah. dripping down the walls and it's really like, oh, it's, it's like the real like that real
5: it, it's Get down good, in yeah. the earth
4: salt, like the walls yeah. of salt. I'm not sure if the oh, one you went to. Yeah, I'll, probably, to I'll probably be snoring, too. I'm when in. I went to oh, so the, um, that training for my paparazzi, the lady yeah, um, had treated us to that. So we had a salt um massage, mm-hmm. like foot massage first, and then we went cool. in the salt cave. It was the salt pebbles all over the Get floor, the, floor. Yep. the water running. I was like, you just kind of, it's just like that fresh, clean air. Yeah, um, it's a vibe. So yeah
9: now i'll tell you one thing uh we went to the salt cave and then turned around went to a float tank so the float tank also is salt water so we we my wife and i we relax we relax in peoples but the salt if you go into a float tank it's like you float that's all you do but you float floating on salt water you get out of that stuff and you feel like it makes you feel awesome most of the salt um i mean i'm sorry most of the float tank has showers in the room
0: Okay, and wash all yeah.
9: the, salt, the salt that's in the float tank off is dope. So, the next time y'all come up to Baltimore, y'all want to do some relaxing stuff and, and don't want to <laughs> run the streets, holler at me. We can go down yeah, to the float tank. I
4: said, a, I the want to
9: where, where is it, Rich? Where's it located? So, the one we went to is actually in um Anne Arundel County out yeah. Elkridge, um, mm-hmm. off of 100 over to 108. Mm -hmm. and then that's where the salt cave is but if you jump back on 100 and head down Dorsey Road that's where the float tank is they like 10 minutes apart Mm -hmm. so depending on how you schedule it uh, we scheduled it and had a a nice day and then went to you know a comedy show and that was our you know our anniversary weekend or whatever but in Virginia they have a, a place a salt cave where the float tanks is all in the same building Oh. And so, like, if you go down to uh, Williamsburg, they have one that's every, it's a spa. You go in down there and you can do it all at the same time. And it's, it's a really dope experience for anybody who's looking at just trying to chill, get your energy right, get your mind right. It's
4: one of the think. things that you could possibly do.
1: That's, that's some grown folks stuff. Yeah, that, yeah right. Yeah. And see how retarded I was. I'm thinking when well, I'm thinking salt, salt cave. I'm thinking y'all like naked and shit like that. But then you start talking about mucus. So I don't want to be naked, spit mucus, and water. <laughs> you know, like, all right. So I, I, I got it now. All right. I, you know, I was like, well, shit. The be
0: mm. The fuck are you
1: talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Naked hunk spitting mucus and shit. My snot running out my nose. Trying to be cute for my lady. Look over. There's another couple over there. He's snotting. She's snotting. Yeah. All right. I got you now. Salt cave. I gotta Google it. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. And, you know, DC. it's on you. Saw, whatever you want to do. I saw the floating DC. That's that's I was. oh okay.
9: Because it is like a little pod. You go in. Put
4: and you just lay and. They say for an hour. I was like, oh my
9: yeah. gosh. And honestly, if you go in there and you like chill out, there's pods and then there's uh the one we went to actually has a, a it's bigger than a pod. It's actually like a, a small little room
5: okay. in
9: inside of a bigger room because we my wife and I we do a tandem float, which two people can float together, but then they have individualized floats where you can just float by yourself.
5: How many years y'all got?
9: Uh this was this was 10. The one that we just hit was double digits. Yeah.
4: We right behind you. We right behind you. We were 10. Trying trying to make
9: it. We need
4: to do a black love.
9: On on on, on y'all 10, do whatever it makes y'all feel good. That's that's how it Mm -hmm. is. I mean, definitely. Y'all kids are old enough, you know, send them to a grandparent's house or whatever. Oh, we party and, and do what y'all do what makes you feel good. If it's I'm partying, talking. if it's floating, whatever, do do you oh, and just have a ball.
4: Okay.
2: Y'all young in the game with it then.
4: Yeah, like you was married at like two. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs>
6: three weeks, sure. three
2: weeks. We got 17. 17.
4: Oh, then. Jesus.
5: Damn.
6: I met a girl at CIAA. She was out with us all at the bar, and she's been married 23 years. And I told her she smelled like peace and tranquility because you got to have some sort of peace if you didn't last that long. Hmm. I told her to watch this stuff, that. but I'm like, yo, you, you smell like peace. Yo, 23 <laughs> years, ago, Matt got 17. Mm. Yo, Shannon ain't even going to be on the show by the time we hit year 11.
9: <laughs> <your> man, <laughs> Shannon's going to have her own show. We need Probably, to have yeah, older
4: we need to have older couples and ask them what is their secret.
6: I want an old angry couple on here. One of them <laughs> oh no,
5: the no, I, want an I got what we
4: can get.
6: <laughs> oh hell, <no. laughs> Back, you know
4: when they be talking smash. I like you, I like you. Oh man. Mm-hmm.
9: I'm gonna tell you the truth. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. We have we have those days when my, my wife and I we act like old married couples. We you know when we send my son away to his grandparents' house, we get the cussing and fussing and just <laughs> just for fun. Just you
5: know, for get get
9: See, because we don't cuss around my son. So right. when he goes to visit his grandparents, Y'all we get a lot of Oh, oh, it's all just like and filth, just because <laughs> <throw him laughs> yeah. you cannot about. say in front of people, you
4: can't say. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, I guess my So when they go away,
9: more. we cuss and then come back, and we don't have to say it in front of them. So that's that's <laughs> what works for us you, no, you, you want to have that marriage that marriage show I'll see if my wife is available she will we'll get together and we can do the do a couple show would be on right
4: different show doesn't even have to be necessarily doing the cooling the gang thing but just that's the idea for the coolie in the gang as another yeah. show to a pop-up in the up.
9: gang presents couple right marriage talk yep there you go. That's a that's a, that network building. You're building networks right now, Mike. You're building networks yeah,
4: you'll right be, you'll now. you will be like "Oh, Winfrey. He's like, yo, I'm trying to quit, and y'all trying to keep me going. <laughs>
9: nah, you don't what quit. Do you, you don't quit. You
4: shift.
9: You don't quit. You just shift. You shift the
4: narrative. There you y'all go. Saw, you y'all saw Tony was out in the streets with that, um, what's it? What's the name? Change, change the narrative. Change the narrative shirt.
1: Y'all yeah, yeah, saw that bullshit. It? I saw that bullshit.
9: <laughs> oh There you go.
4: He, oh, he,
9: got the, go, the, he got the he got the he got the
1: coat. Oh, hey. uh, got the merch. And, that's now, that's, new, that merch. That that's new, the merch. a
6: new website. That's a new coat
5: too. It's all on the website. That's yeah, the website. That's, yeah. New. Uh, that's new. That's new. we
6: go with yeah, the merch. That's uh, good. That's tough. Fuck that coat. That's what I want. <laughs> that's that's what I need, G. Fuck that. Mm, don't worry, I got gifts for G. Mac, you got a coat, yeah. I got some new true kings raised, new kings yep, just, walked in, just walked in the door. I'm good. That's what's up? Yeah, um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, we could do that. Oh,
9: we my thing all white. Like, that's a, that's a whole other show right there.
6: Yeah, we could definitely do uh, something like that. We'll put that together. Um, I saw this video that uh, came across me, and I already know y'all going to say it's out of line
4: mm.
6: what happens in the video, but um, I kind of want to read some of the comments that were in. um. Oh, comments are always the good. group text that I'm in.
4: <laughs> There's
6: no sound to it. <gasps> oh
5: oh shit. shit! Sweet baby Jesus! Oh. you know?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord!
2: I Shit, I need to hear what he's saying to him. He sound like... He look like he's talking big shit. Bring your little black ass here. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> that would disrespect me. Oh, then he fell. Get, somebody get his ass before I
6: kill him. <laughs> oh, yeah, he looked like his ass. So, um... One of the comments in the group chat that I'm in was, well, we didn't see the beginning of the video of Which what happened in the you classroom. All, you
4: all, is that something you always say?
6: Yeah, but this was a long yeah,
5: time.
4: I mean, right. Right. I mean,
2: it don't matter.
4: Right, because whatever and he did Big in the Wayne classroom, the he walked years. away. <laughs> he walked away. Dang, Wayne.
6: Yeah, right. Wayne. So, a couple different things hit me with this video. The first one was, I'm glad that little boy wasn't black.
5: Yeah. Lord knows I'm
6: glad he wasn't black because it went from teaching his students to racist teacher, white racist teacher Funny calls teacher. student a nigga and throws him down the hallway and <laughs> some other shit. So I'm I'm truly glad that it wasn't a little black boy. Um, but it is also fucked up that the whole narrative, the whole narrative would have changed if it would have been right. a little black.
5: Boy. But
6: um, some people are saying the teacher should be arrested.
5: Yeah.
6: Um is there is there any justification
9: to smack the shit out of somebody's child did the child smack this stuff out of somebody let's say no
4: let's say let's say yeah let fuck that let's yeah. say yeah let's say yeah okay can i i'll answer <coughs> first so we we'll, 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 we'll go rotation so yes part one yes the little motherfucker put the hands on me yes i got the right to put my hands back on you however Let's say in that situation, he did hit him. The fact that the little boy walked away, walked away so calmly, like, and you chased him down. I think that and if the boy did something, like put his hands on you, threw something at you, I think that right there is the part for me. Like, at that point, the kid walked away calmly, quietly there could have been another course of action versus you running him down and slapping him because now you do look bad. Now, at least in the moment of him slapping me and I hit him back, we all in the middle of it. Then, you know, there might be some like, oh, they fighting, you know, something that something kind of could back up my story. Right there, there's nothing there but you. Kind of, you know, in that situation. But yeah, you, you chase them. That's like, you know, I can't sh- shoot somebody I'm scared of when they walking away.
6: But it had to have been something because as he was coming out the room, like something it had to, had to happen. happen. Other teachers were coming out as he was hitting the bin.
4: Not because he was yelling. Well, it it,
6: it couldn't have been that bad because if it walking. was that bad, he would have responded at
2: the moment that it happened.
4: Exactly. And the boy's walking away just as calmly. He's yelling. That teacher's yelling. That they're hearing him yell.
2: But he did Yeah, because if 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 he was if he was disrespectful or something, then
4: yeah, I, at the moment. Me, I don't give you the right to put your hands on no, on
2: nobody's child. Right. So we That's need some awesome. sound with it. We need some sound with it. Oh, I'm telling you, if if somebody if one of them kids spit
9: in my face or spit on me, I'm smacking. I don't care how old they are, where their parents at, where we at, I'm smacking them. Okay, so so let me put this, let me put this in a different spin. I'm not agreeing with what happened, but let me put a different spin on it because we don't know. What if there was a little girl in that classroom that that little boy just just like smacked in her face, closed fist? Okay, and what if that little girl was his daughter? What if he, not the, the teacher of that class, but what if he, the teacher of the class next door, and his daughter was in that room and she was the one that got hit in the face
1: fucker, by that fucker. little boy? No, no, y'all doing, around you do- and walk down the hallway. You're doing too much. No, nah, first of all um they look like little kids i don't see anybody over nobody in that in that oh. fucking video look like they over five foot anything so Sorry. it the same what is it let's say they're little kids so let's say tw- sixth grade maybe middle
6: school oh no yeah. this is high school it says high, oh, this school. Is high, school. This is high school oh it is high school
1: yeah all right so the little boy the little boy is definitely smaller than the, than the big ass adult right mm-hmm. um i don't give a fuck at the same time, whatever whatever happened, whatever the little boy did to the teacher, if the te- if he did something to the teacher or not, that teacher should not have slapped that or punched that little kid the way that he did to the That's point it. where he actually knocked the little boy or whatever out, like he he fell on the ground. No, he
6: he faked on
1: the ground. I don't give a well. He
4: fell on the what ground. watch after
6: he hit no, no, him. He don't fall on the ground till he see the other teacher
1: come out there. Look, but when he no, said no, no, he no, his no. head no. up against the wall yep, though, and he Jesus. good, he good. Now he see the lady. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I, I I've seen boxing matches where a, it's a delayed reac- reaction but to get knocked the fuck out. Up you
4: know the wall <laughs> in the high school. Y'all know the <laughs> either way, way you
1: like. either is. way, he punched he punched the shit out a little out of the little boy where his head did hit the wall. You can't do that. No. You pull your belt off. You pull your belt off and whoop his little ass. I'm all for that. Fuck them kids. Whoop his ass. But. You can't punch no kid in the face like that. I don't give a fuck who you are.
4: That part, you yeah. know. Child wasn't. He 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 wasn't. He at all. That, that he was. A, that teacher was a a big ass adult. Like there's no justification for what he did.
5: Yeah, and he's been he, he,
4: he there. He
1: and, and to rich and to rich about him slapping... to rich saying if it was if it was his daughter whatever whatever and he hit the daughter. I'm fucking his father up. If he ain't got no father, I'm gonna beat up his uncle. If he ain't got no fucking uncle, then me and his mother got to see each other. But somebody <laughs> of somebody of age is gonna catch these hands. Um, but yeah, you can't hit nobody kid like that. What if that was your son, Rich? If that was your son no, that did that, how would now, you feel I'm gonna
9: about be it? Honest, I'm gonna be honest. I am not in agreement with what he did. There is no 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 part of my my system that agrees with what the teacher did. I was just putting a spin on the possibility. But I'm with you, G. If it's my boy that you hit and then his head hit the wall and then he took 25 or 5,000 steps and fell out, I'm busting everybody in the school. It don't much matter. I'm, I'm running through that school like diarrhea. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I know that's what I'm going to end up doing. That's right. that's how much that. Listen, I'm in I agreement. Know. You should. He shouldn't have put his hands on that little boy. I'm I'm in 100% agreement with that. N- no, adults take care of adults. Just like G said, grown people take care of grown people. Little kids, they they scrap. You know, depending on that situation, that's a fine line too. But adults should take care of adults and deal with adults. He should not have put his hands on that kid. However, however, how, uh, how an adult manages a child in the school system has ramifications, not just for the adult, but for the entire school system.
5: Mm-hmm. And
9: that, 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 teacher has a right to be fired because now you could have a groups of parents taking their children out of the mm-hmm. school Yep. because they don't know if this is an ongoing situation and everybody wants their child to be safe and yep. that teacher endangered that child's safety and a learning environment <laughs> for all the children in the school so he definitely had to go
4: you definitely gotta you gotta watch these teachers like they're, they're stressed mm-hmm. they're overworked and it doesn't it doesn't take much for children to become mm-hmm. their target mm-hmm. and I mean it's not fair to say but it is. I mean, because it could have been that that little boy was just mouthy in, in class, got up and walked out. But he had enough that day. Shut up, my mind, Dad. Uh, um, he had enough that day, and he took it out, you know, on that child. <laughs>
6: so that, so that's what that's what I'm saying. Okay. So this instance, no, but in general, because my rule is this: don't bring your child to my house if you don't want them to get fucked up when my kids get fucked up. <laughs>
1: Because wait a minute, so my kid ain't did shit your kids and they ain't fucking playing with lotion in the iPad and the iPad get broke. You, my kid you don't my kid even though you know it was your kid that did it? Now,
6: that's what I'm saying. If I can't discipline if I'm not allowed to discipline your child.
4: But like y'all said last week. Then
6: they don't need did to come by.
4: You
1: said this out. last week. Oh yeah yeah, but no I'm saying he's talking about he's fucking up his kid. I'm trying to figure out like now, if, if your kid
6: if I walk in the room and they all solid and they ain't nobody snitching on everybody, then yeah, everybody gotta get it.
1: Even though your kid had, even though your kid got the lotion on their hand and smell like Japanese cherry blossoms, <laughs> and the iPad smells like Japanese cherry blossoms, you fuck it up, my kid and. Baby, that,
4: huh? She just. I'm just
1: saying. I'm just saying. So you fuck up my kid own. and Matt Grandkid because the fucking <laughs> iPad broke.
6: Everybody get it. Everybody okay. got to get it.
1: My kid can't come to your house. <laughs> I don't
6: mind. If, my, if, my, if my kids come to your house and they acting up, you discipline my children. <clears throat> One of them parents to be like,
4: don't hit my... Because head. first don't of go.
6: all, I don't send my children anywhere with somebody that I don't trust that's going to do the right thing by them.
1: Right, right. No, I, can, I can dig it. I mean, if, I don't give a fuck. If my kid over there and they all fucking up whoop all their asses, I don't really give a shit. Even if he didn't do it. If he say he didn't do it, whoop his ass because well, he probably lying.
5: Oh probably lying. I
6: have a
1: flashbacks. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, just hit just don't hit them too hard. Don't hit them too bad. I mean, if you're gonna give yours five, don't get my six because he's mine. You know what I mean? You gotta hit them. if you they both should get five ass whoopers or five lashes. Now, if you call me, if you call me and say you hit him six times, now I mean you got a problem. <laughs> his,
9: his a, I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm in this, I'm in this uh alternative universe today. Um, It's just a different spin And I'm putting a spin on it Because my, my son is On the spectrum If you're dealing with a child That's on the spectrum mm-hmm. Autism ADHD mm-hmm. Has a differing, differing ability mm-hmm. You can't Approach some of these situations The, the same, same way.
6: way I think you could beat anything out of anybody Respectfully I really <laughs> do
4: I bra, really do. Bruh,
6: I really do. I think you can beat anything out of anybody. You can if you can get the truth out of witness, then you can
4: Where's the little ticker thingy?
6: What oh yeah. you definitely
4: need to put your sign up.
5: Put your sign up,
1: but. I can't even find uh, it. Yo, Mike, I can get away with it. Mike, Mike, I'm kinda I'm kind of feeling you. I'm butching on it just a little bit, but you can't um, yeah, put the sign up first, yo. Put the sign up. Put the yeah, sign up. Got, you my can't bad. go. You can't go out there like that without the sign. My bad. My bad. That's my bad. the
4: <laughs> That. Oh. And Rich, you are absolutely. No,
6: you do have to approach different situations right. differently. You really do. But, but it's the training
4: you know, of people. But you people gotta tell trained.
6: me that before you send them to my house. <laughs> like, like, break things down. Like, look. Sometimes, not just you in general, but they look. You might come upstairs, and my son is fucking. Got a spoon and eating cereal out the toilet. Don't go crazy. <laughs> oh no! Warn me if you let me know. Then I'm not surprised, and I'm not thinking like somebody just fucking with me. You just have to warn people first. Like my our middle son used to be bad as shit, and I would tell him like I would tell people like, look, if I ain't around, he just gonna fuck with you. If you don't have, if you ain't a dude, he gonna fuck with you. Like if you're a woman, I'm telling you, he, he gonna try his hand. Line. And if you let him go with it, he gonna don't call me. Cause I warned you, but he's ten thousand, he's ten thousand times different than what he was. then. But Hell he had a big yeah. head. His brain, so his head think, was so big, his brain was getting squished. I didn't think Aiden was gonna screen. make it. Yeah, yeah he just
5: Yo,
1: don't do it. my, don't do my man like that. Yeah.
4: but you, 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 that's my
1: guy. Well,
4: yeah. that, to Rich's point, that's where a lot of children are, are, are. Issues or they're they're tagged as bad or uh-huh. disrespectful because there's too many people in the school system who are not properly cha- um, trained to handle uh-huh. children who are a little different who need to be handled differently, disciplined differently. So they're automatically considered bad, and it's uh-huh. not that they're bad. Their energy just needs to be channeled. Differently, because like once again, going back to the middle one, that was his, that was his situation. He was he was the bad, you know what I mean. But he wasn't bad, you know. Straight no, at straight bad. at. I mean, no, no no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Let me get let, 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 let no, no no no. Let me rewind. When he was, he was home, bad. he tested the limits for sure, especially me. When they say that little child will test your gangster, <laughs>
1: He just didn't so like right. y'all, that's all. No, no, it wasn't whatever, that
4: it, 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 whatever, it may be. But like to the point that I, I, I would always say that I, my biggest fear was that he was going to grow up hating me.
1: He don't like that, y'all now. Shut up. Because, 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 I,
4: I, because that's how much... I had to constantly discipline him because of the things he would do. How yeah, well?
1: that's because y'all favored the little one. Y'all favored the little one, so he was the middle yeah, one. So that's why he didn't fuck old. with y'all. He
4: was around for a minute before the little while. one
1: came along. Yeah, but j- when the little one came along is when y'all transitioned to the little one. That's why he was trying to kill y'all, y'all the yeah. of y'all sleep a couple times, Mike. <laughs> that's why he. Was, that's why he was trying to get the candy off the dresser. He wasn't really in there trying to get that candy off the dresser. Yo,
2: nowadays the doctors are diagnosed ADHD for anything. Like you get, yeah. you know what I mean it's just like and
4: it, you know. and, it, and it may and it may be some levels of that however medicine right. may not the issue is medicine may not always be the answer right. for for right. it in some cases medicine is the answer for it but you just have to kind of learn how to to handle handle them so like right. I said with school he was he was getting in trouble every day because he was disrespectful or because uh, children with ADHD they like to question. You right. know what I mean? They, they like to question. They they got to be moving around and things like that so that he was tagged as bad for just things that he was doing. But he wasn't bad. He was a straight-A student. He was a straight-A student. Mm-hmm. But because in the middle of your lesson, he got to get up and throw something in the trash for some random reason or he got to be tapping a pencil for a reason, right. the teachers were not trained to understand or to handle children like that okay so yeah, that's
2: why
5: this
2: go ahead Mac. they tried that with Donnie said that he had ADHD because he was he was messing up in school um kind of find out he has um this type of drain in his ear where wax build up and he couldn't hear yeah. once we took him to the air doctor got his ears cleaned out his grade shot right up and I'm like y'all wanted us to put him on medicine. Y'all ain't need fully evaluate them. Mm-hmm.
9: And, and, <clears> and that's, that's, that's
5: that's a key the piece. That's, <laughs> that's that's the parents' responsibility.
9: That's the that's a key piece to, of it though. Yeah. You're right, Lana. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lana.
4: I was just gonna say sometime most of the time as a parent, because I've done this with my son, I said, let me go to someone else. Because they're making it out like he's this and I know he's not that. So, but you know, but some parents that go with whatever the teacher, and the administrator said, my son is bad. Okay, well, we, let's put him on Ritalin. I said, I don't think we want to do that. Mm-mm. You know,
9: but and, it's but, here's,
4: he did, but you have to do that.
9: You have to be the 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 number one advocate for your child, and and this exactly. is a whole show in itself in dealing with children on the spectrum, uh, autism spectrum or ADHD spectrum. And, and then you have some children who are on both and are considered twice exceptional. And so these are, are kids that, that don't fit in, you know, the proverbial neurotypical box mm-hmm. where people believe a child is going to act a certain way. So when when you're looking at children and dealing with children, you have to understand the history and the background of that child. And the way that education should be done is more individualized because every child doesn't need the same thing that every other child needs. And their learning is different. And even the nuances between child A and child B can get either child A or child B in trouble based on the understanding of the teacher and the neurotypical mindset that that teacher may have about what a child is supposed to be. So as a, as a parent of a child who is on the spectrum, both spectrums, and is considered gifted, it's, it's one of those things where you have to now understand that my child can do certain things, But that is not him in totality. So you have to understand who he is as a holistic child. And (laughs) teachers don't think about that. And they spend eight hours. And sometimes if you're in aftercare, 12 hours with your child a day. Mm
0: -hmm. And
9: and then, you know, these are the influences on your child when these individuals don't have the training, education, support or background to deal with children that may be considered on this spectrum. But the first step is to get your child evaluated. If, the, yeah. if you believe something may be going on, find out for sure. Get another opinion, like Linnea said, and figure out what your child needs and make sure that your educational system has the tools necessary to support yeah. your child. So your child doesn't end up being labeled Mm -hmm. as something that they're not good, bad, or indifferent.
4: And that's true. And being very, and being transparent, transparent too, because a lot of these diagnoses are done outside of the school, right? So it's not necessarily a school diagnosis. So a lot of times teachers in the school system are not aware of what's going on with your children. And this was one of the hurdles that I had to get over, um, because it might say that my, my kids get it from me <laughs> but i you know we talked about the middle one but i went <laughs> i went through this first with the oldest sure. and my biggest struggle was him being labeled so mm. once in and, and for when i went through with with the oldest big ups to john hopkins because when i don't say that what they took me through what they took me through I was like, if you ever give me another motherfucking test for this kid, I'm going to diagnose him. Like, it was like hour-long test. Like he had to sit and take a test, all these evaluations, therapy. Like We went through the whole nine yards. No, with and my biggest thing was I didn't want the school to know because I didn't want my child labeled in school. But that also could have been a hindrance for him because as long as I didn't communicate with the teachers and be on the same page with the teachers and make them aware what was going on it made it easier to label him differently in a more negative way versus being transparent with the school system so we can work together to get him what he needed
6: look if it if it
4: oh, oh my, oh, my Uh-oh. try, he about to say if it if it was if it quacks like, yeah, like,
6: like a duck if it walks like a duck if it quacks like a duck.
4: quack quack it's a fucking
6: duck
9: oh. <laughs> ain't no wrong Dougie quack
6: quack get it from my side of the family I tell you that much the only one place it could came from huh <laughs> Gee yeah. I got it one place it came from it ain't come from my side of the family Oh <laughs> Yo, I knew mm. Frank's crazy. Yo, first time I walked in the house, yo, he want wrestle, yo, like little little boy. I just met you, yo. I can't be wrestling around with some little boy I just met. <laughs> I shit like
9: that, niggas <laughs> go to
6: jail for shit like that. <laughs> like,
9: shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, But but that's a that's a that's that might be a Doctor Will show. He'll come on yeah. and, and talk about uh, you know kids on the spectrum. Yeah,
5: yeah.
4: yeah. That's true too. See, that's why I don't just dis- I don't discriminate.
1: Fuck them kids. On the spectrum, off the spectrum. <laughs> all equal. All the, the little
4: baby.
1: the little ones, the babies, the bigger ones, fuck them kids. That's why I'm sorry. Um, fuck
6: them I'm sorry. Kids. That, that's right, G they all getting beat the same amount. <laughs> yeah,
9: yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what? That's probably the same thought that teacher had before he punched that little kid in his leg. <laughs> them kids. That's
1: why his ass about to be sitting at home. He just lost his job with them kids. He definitely got fired,
6: but as soon as he, you saw his his walk, was that, I'm tired of this shit walk. Like, that's yeah, the, like the way,
4: First of all, the way he ripped on the teacher when this lady came out, like, No, go to he's like, like, Well, you better handle this motherfucker.
6: Mm. That was that was that that fuck this I'm out. Like that was that Joe Club. Like fuck I'm out. Crazy. Oh man. So um so the general consensus is He was wrong. There is a reason
4: that just wasn't to put
6: your hands on a child, but that was not the reason that Uh from what I was Uh told from Chris Rock, it's a reason to kick an old lady down a flight of steps.
4: Mm.
6: Hey amen. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. A fucking man.
4: That's funny because I remember. Wow, <laughs> I'm gonna say her name. I'm a myisha. My Isha. When I first met my at work in our training class, and I was thinking this bitch just crazy. That's my girl now leveling that, but she was like, I don't give a fuck if it's an old lady, I'm gonna beat the shit out of her. you am gonna the old lady I was like, my
2: and you know she will
5: too.
4: That part now now that I know I know I was like, Oh, now I think back. Oh, she was dead ass. y'all, y'all, so know, y'all so know my, my girl, when she get mad and she gets serious, this start to sweat. So she was telling her story, and this was sweating. So I know she was telling the truth. <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, ain't ain't nobody, and that's what people problem. They people think they above ass whooping. All them Karens and all like people think they above ass. Ain't nobody above an ass whooping. Oh no! We just need to get like put the guns down. We just need to get back to some old old school school ass. Just beat the shit out of somebody. Make
4: sure you put on some vaseline.
6: Respectfully, because you don't want to go overboard. Then you still get locked up (laughs) on that that fine line.
4: I've got down on a lot of stress.
6: um, You ain't lying. Um, I know it's a little early, y'all, but I really don't feel well, so I'm going to go ahead and let's do some final thoughts. Um.
9: Eeny, meeny, miny, mo.
4: Catch a piggy by his toe.
9: She let the ladies go first.
4: It's late. It's night. Go, ahead, go ahead, you in the
9: Go The wild card.
4: Yes. Well, I was just going to say, you know, this is, we're in the first of the month. Ironically. Yes. Yeah, so pay your rent. Your Woo. <laughs> because, because I know. I'm just saying. Look at every month. The first of the month, don't, well, don't, try not to look at it like that. Without your adult head, look at it as a new, a new fresh start. You know, do it day by day.
6: Amen. Amen. Shani, shane alright
4: you All right. Y'all know I like to steal my, my, um my, my weekly saying. I do coffee with glam every Monday. Um, And I give a little, I call it the word to the day. And this week's was um not to let us stumble in the road, be the end of your journey. Um, a lot of people are quick to give up, you know. As we're going along, it's it's imper- imperative, yeah, yeah that parenting. things will be thrown at us <laughs> that will try to stop us, that we're going to fall, we're going to make mistakes, people going to leave us standing alone. All of these things are bound to happen one way or the other as we are moving towards our greatness. But don't let them stop stop because i'm a firm believer that when god puts something on your heart and your mind is a reason behind it and all those stumbles all those pebbles and all those trip ups are meant to make you grow make you a lesson to learn and just be better just so keep going keep going Mm -hmm,
6: mm -hmm. no diggity no doubt nj rich
9: uh first uh let me say uh i appreciate Cooley and the gang for allowing me to sit in for, for an hour tonight. I appreciate that. Uh, we we'll appreciate much you. Much love. Thank you. Uh, I know uh, African American History Month just ended, but we celebrate that 365. Man. Continue to teach your kids about their history. Knowing where you came from can help you find out where you want to go. Mm. And last but certainly not least,
5: it's
1: been seven years and i still don't remember that shit so whatever whatever you about to say nick you might as well go ahead and say it because i don't i always fuck it up all i know is it's, it's something about some light and invoke in the world, and something about some ass or something like that, but I think that's what it is. I'm gonna write this shit down next next week. I'm gonna write this shit down um no, nah, I mean, I just want to you know again piggyback and thank y'all for uh allowing me to be a part of this shit. You know what I mean. I don't like to have a final thought because, like I said last time, I get to thinking about shit after the show over, and then Mike already said he don't feel good, so I can't even call Mike to talk about the shit that I should have said on the show. So, um, yeah, let the light light up your ass. Um,
4: there, we go. Oh. there we go. All
2: right. Sh- Shannon's, uh stole my whole train of thought, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Just, most fuck-ups, most fuck-ups fuck you could come back from. So, no. don't let your fuck-ups hinder your Forward progress, just make it a a, a a lesson. Just learn something from your fuck-ups and just move beyond it. You know, don't let it beat you up. Of course, I mean it's gonna beat you up, but <laughs> don't dwell on it to the point where you can't move forward. Keep pushing, don't let nothing hinder your progress.
4: Confirmation, hashtag confirmation. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all fun. that was. was Confirmation that what we were saying was meant to be said. That's Baby
1: boy. All right, what you got, Mike? We go with some bullshit.
6: <coughs> Man,
1: I ain't got nothing. Um What not you lying like shit. It, you know you got something you want to say, you just don't want to say it because I said something. Go ahead. It. Go ahead, Mike. Drop a gem, Mike. Go ahead. I know.
6: I don't really be having gems. I just like doing um, this and I like letting y'all talk and I like letting people hear us. Um I love the interaction that we get with everybody that checks in um that's why i think you know this was always more than a podcast to me like this interaction with people outside of us you know being able to kind of interact while we're doing what we're doing is something that i really need um i really couldn't do it and don't want to do it any other way um so thank y'all so shout out to everybody i saw my man dale he was in here so shout out to where's buffy podcast those guys been doing it uh big i try to check their joint out occasionally uh funny brothers um but um just support everything and everybody man
4: and we on tomorrow night y'all we on glam tomorrow fan. night so come glam out with us come talk with listen.
6: Lee barry tomorrow
4: glam. And, glam.
6: and we got uh linnea dropping more episodes
4: yes oh, they've been busy on her page lately i okay. was like Who? i ain't seen this many posts as <laughs> matter. Right
6: building a week we can glamorizing over here baby obstacles before you provoke the power with there fuck y'all good night <laughs>
5: <laughs> see y'all
1: adios yes. <clears throat>